0: We the ones, <laughs>
1: we the ones they talking about. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Broadway Sports Media. Choose
1: your fighter.
0: Justin and Justin, Titans podcast show. I'm not a cocky person, I'm just passionate. Final round. Uh, yeah, I'm looking for a new podcast partner immediately. Quarantine and chill. We all we got. Hey, Titans on three. One, two, three. Titans! Titans! All right, welcome back. This is it, episode number two of the Music City Audible, part of Broadway Sports Network. Thank you all for tuning in. Today we're gonna run an interview that Justin and I a little bit, but mostly Justin, conducted with a Tennessee Titans player on an episode of Tape with a Titan. You can find this video series where we bring a Titans player on, break down some film, break down some of their best plays, get into the details of the play, the concept, the scheme, the technique, with them get their insight it's one thing to break down a play you know and this is a big criticism people always have for pro football focus is that like how can you really analyze a play and give this player a grade without knowing what they were supposed to be doing how they're coached to play that play and all those different details so it's really nice getting to break down this film with these players we get to ask all the questions uh, that we kind of suspect maybe and then get corrected when we're wrong and get confirmed when we're right so highly encourage you guys check out that tape with the titan series but we're going to be running over the next couple of weeks some of the audio interviews that we recorded at the end of those video episodes right here on our podcast, so that everyone can find them nice and easily. Hi, how are you doing tonight? Sorry, I didn't, I didn't introduce you. I'm always here with my co-host Justin Mello, who, like I said, orchestrated the tape with the Titan series. How are you doing tonight?
2: I'm doing well, man. Excited to uh, to get into some of these audio interviews that we're going to be releasing over these next several weeks. And I'm excited to, to get the feedback and see the reaction on the tape with the Titan video series. Again, I don't think there's anything like it out there. We're bringing Tennessee Titans on the show for a video series where they are breaking down their own plays from last season. So I really think it's really one of the coolest things you've seen in a long time uh, coming out of the Tennessee media world. And I'm super excited to see what everyone thinks about it.
0: Yeah, we got, you know, we got Khalif Raymond breaking down his his touchdown catch in the playoffs. We got Anthony Ferkser breaking down his touchdown catch in the playoffs and other plays, of course. We got Christian Fulton breaking down some of his best plays from LSU and a whole bunch of other guys. David Long, Isaiah Mack. Who am I, who am I missing there? We've, we've uh, got Michael Pruitt. Michael Pruitt breaking down the Derrick Henry stiff arms of, of the century, especially the one on Earl Thomas and how those plays happen at the line of scrimmage to get to, uh, to Derrick Henry to that second level. So... Make sure you check out that series. That's only on broadwaysportsmedia.com. Check it out. We can find articles there by John Glennon, Mike Herndon. we got a slew of other podcasts, football and other F-words, a home run throwback with Jimmy Morris, second in victory, the Flex fantasy football podcast, which you can find me on. So make sure you go check out broadwaysportsmedia.com. You can get an all-access pass for just $5 a month, which you can lock in for life if you go register by July 26th, which is just a couple days away make sure you check that out. If you're listening to this after July 26th, we should have a new promotion up, but it won't be $5 a month. So you're going to miss out on that. So make sure you go check out that, that all access pass. And without further ado, unless you have anything else to add, should we bring on Khalif Raymond, the audio that we recorded on our Tape with a Titan podcast? I mean, video?
2: Yeah, let's do it. Uh, this this is a terrific interview with Khalif Raymond. A lot of great information, a lot of great background. You know, if you know anything about Khalif, you know he's had a terrific journey to the league. Never quit, never gave up, uh, and, and here he is a year ago. You know, catching touchdowns in the playoffs. You know, against the number one seed Baltimore Ravens. So this was a great interview, and I'm excited to get into it
0: yeah we covered the the details of route running and and the importance of being detailed and how khalif talked about it like he says he views each route as a chess match and then you got him talking about his background his friend his relationship with odell beckham jr he met when he played with the giants the story of the jugs machine in the back of his car and so much more story of his pro day i mean you, you guys gotta check out this interview it's coming up right now
2: I'm gonna get into a couple of questions um if you don't mind, Khalif. Um, the offense exploded, man, you know, when Ryan Tannehill took over as quarterback. Uh, what was that adjustment like? And what do you credit the turnaround to?
1: Um, man, um just being able to adapt on the fly, man. Um, you like said, when things change, man, being a professional, even in times like this, um, you got to be able to learn to adapt and continue to grow. And uh I think guys are just willing to put extra working whatever needed to be done man they, they were willing to do it so it was more of a, a sense of urgency man and just a different mindset and attitude like man we're, about, we're gonna change this thing around so um yeah man, I think it was a time mean, you can you can feel the energy and a lot of and ready to make change and to go out there and um bring the season anew so um yeah man testament to the extra work everybody put in that's I think that was the biggest part of it
0: nice and I want to talk a little bit about. Route running. You mentioned earlier about, I mean, a few times, how detailed you have to be in your routes. Mm -hmm. I know that sometimes speed guys can just rely on speed alone. They don't put a ton of thought into their stems, cuts, all that stuff. That's obviously not Uh the case the way you run routes. Actually, I don't know if you know this or not, but you have a a nickname on Twitter and amongst some Titans fans. I've heard people call you the Route God.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Never heard. Um, I, I, I'm, not, I, I'm not even big on Twitter, man, but that's, that's a first for me. That's, <laughs> that's
0: pretty fun. I'm just uh, I'm wondering if you can tell us a little about your process pre-snap, and then when you're running, are you counting steps? Or are you using land markers? What are you looking for specifically as you go to attack a defender like that?
1: Man, I, it's, it's, it's so funny that you say that, man. I tell everybody I treat route running almost like a game of chess. Um, I'm trying to set you up way in advance, maybe for something either deeper in the route, or I'm trying to maybe set you up for the next play. Um, so to me, it's a game, even, and it starts to me with the press release, because um, there's so many variations you can do. I may do something one way and use that same look to do it another, but just, the, I mean, it, that's, that's a game of chess. Now, they, now at this point, you're guessing, is he gonna do the same one to do the first move or do the same one to do the next move? And at that point, I bring in something totally new. So um, it's, just, it's just a game of chess along the way. After I won to release, maybe on the outside or even maybe on the inside, um, I have to finish the rest of the route. So I'm trying to set you up along the way to make you believe I'm doing something that I'm not. So, um, and, and it comes with to me, it's a lot of a lot of studying. That's I think that's the part that people don't move, you or uh, don't pay attention too much is if you go on Andrew Hawkins uh, um, or you go watch this, uh, not Andrew Hawkins, um, but yeah, he he had a bunch of one on ones. I'm missing his name a bunch of one-on-ones on YouTube. I watch a bunch of Keenan Allen. Um, uh, I mean, there's, there's so many guys, and I've done so many studying, so much studying, so that way, um, uh, I'm using different variations, place of time on a route. Man, I think one of the coolest guys, I actually just texted him yesterday, his name is Jordan Norwood. Um, he wasn't necessarily the fastest guy in the world, but he was so savvy. So, like, while well, everybody's waiting for their route on one-on-ones, when I was in Denver, I was watching his route to pick up something else. So, um, it's, it's it's a chess move, especially for a guy like me. Like, um i don't want to just be the fast guy um i want to be able to put me down on third down i can go out and run any route in the route tree. um but also want to be open versus press man versus off man it doesn't matter who the what the coverage is what the guy's doing who the db is i can go out there and win especially and particularly man coverage because that's what the NFL is for um so for me speed isn't always going to win the side window so i need to be able to use my quickness but more than anything i need to be able to use my details to set it up um you don't need to be Run a four-three to run a twelve-yard out, but if you can break the DB inside and give them a little something, something to run out, four-three or four-eight, I'm open. So I want to make sure um, when in the times where I don't necessarily need to run super duper fast, I have enough moves in my arsenal um, to be able to still run a route no matter what. So a um, lot of studying, a lot of film, um, lot, a lot of lot of practice. But um, like I said, I've also been around a lot of receivers. I got to watch their game. And I do a lot of studying for it. So. Um and say if I can if I can if I can win the mental battle, man, and now you're you're guessing to see what I'm gonna do, at that point, man, I will kind of set you up. So um yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hope to use a little bit more of that this year. Um uh, like I said, I've got a lot of stuff that I that I've been trying to use that I've been practicing, so hopefully bring out a lot more. Nice. Yeah.
2: Let me yeah. let me ask you, Khalif, do you know how many times you've been cut?
1: Oh man, too many to keep count. <laughs> <laughs> um no, I think I think uh the first couple of times, man, like I said just i mean it's, it's it's an interesting experience walking to a room and a guy telling you either you're not good enough or uh we can't use you here um so i think i think the the biggest part about myself being a professional and learning to be one and, and to be honest with you just learning to be an adult learn to be a man and you know, growing as a person is um learning how to grow mentally um that, and that's that's the biggest battle especially in n f l so after a while man i start i learned how to um, stop beating myself up so much for it, man. Just like, look, man, no matter what happens, I'm going to go out there and grind. I'm going to go out there and grind. I always tell myself, no matter what I'm against, whether it's a person or a thing, you're going to quit before I do. Um, no matter what I'm doing, you're going to quit before I do. So even if it's a challenge, even if it's being in the field, um hey, no matter what I'm going to go out there and train, like there's no tomorrow. So, um, yeah, after a while, man, after the first couple of times, you've learned as you become more of a man, and then you learn like to work through those things and work through the adversity. Um, so this, this is a part of growing that I stopped counting. Um, kind of, it, it only—I know some people use it as fuel, um, but for me, it was—it was, it was uh, putting a halt on how much I could grow. And uh, it just—it's it's now just using as growing tools, man. Because every time I get cut, it's so crazy because I've used that in my training. What was the one thing, a couple things that I could have changed to help me not get cut from the Titans first time, or the Giants, or or Denver, or the Jets? Like, what were the things that? I could have worked on it I could take back with me to keep all around my game. And, and honestly, it became a blessing in disguise because I got cut from the uh, Denver for a different reason. I got cut from the Jets for a different reason. I got cut from the Giants for a different reason. I didn't make the first workout. So um, it was cool because I was using all those things to refine my game. So hopefully, if I do get the opportunity, I'll take advantage of it. And uh, that's the coolest part of this year why I'm so blessed for this year is because opportunity was given to me in a playoff game. And I'm the only receiver on the field. But because I didn't let those other situations beat me up, how many times I got cut, only thing I was worried about during that time was man they're trusting you go catch the rock so it's just part of growing man and uh it definitely helped me a lot so
2: yeah man I mean it speaks like everything you said you know the the mental toughness that you have you know first time you were cut was four four years ago four and a half years ago now and here we are breaking down a playoff game against the number one seed Ravens and you're the only receiver on (laughs) that's great journeys it's been a crazy journey for you man
1: yeah, definitely. Um, and that, the coolest part about it, man, is uh, like I said, I, I don't really post much on, on social media too much, man. But uh, as I've grown, and I think what separated this year more than any is I figured out you can't do it by yourself. Um, and I say it all the time, but you will see a lot of my times, I try. I, I have more family come to this game more than any other game. Um, I remember when I got cut from the Jets, man. I was there was no family to say it was just me because I thought you know, I, you know you're, you're grinding so hard. You're like, man, I gotta have, I gotta have, I gotta do it, I gotta do it. And uh, you're taking away how much help that you had along the way, and man, it was just a different feeling going back there to either catch a punt or catch a pass. I know exactly where all 20 something of my 30 something of my family members were sitting watching me play. It just it's just a different feeling knowing you're out there by yourself. So uh, um, that's the coolest part of it is this year. Out of all the times that I'm saying, all the adversity that I faced, my family was, was here and I'm so supportive. They even helped me train. Um, <laughs> I mean, it was, it was, you know, this, there's videos I've been posting on this video. if like, you can see, like, my mom's holding like pool noodles to help try to distract me, catch catching punts. So I got both all of my brothers and my sisters guarding me. It's like, um, full one versus 11. I'm running routes. Everyone's like, dude, do whatever you can, don't let me catch the ball. But my family was a part of that. Um, so having them there at the game, it just gave me a different level of strength, different level of confidence. Um, and then being on this team, is just like a cherry on top, man. You, to go out there and not feel like, okay, I have to do everything for me, but instead I'm playing for my family. Instead I'm playing for my teammates. It just it, – it, it definitely changed – definitely changed what, um, what the story unfolded for me. So, um, big difference this year.
2: I hope you don't take it easy on your siblings, man. You know, you got your brothers and sisters covering you out there. You're smoking them
1: off the line. No nah, man, too. I say, look, man, you guys <laughs> do whatever you have to because uh, the the harder you make it for me, the easier it's gonna be in the game. And uh, to be honest with you, I'm it's me having to try to tone them down. They they see it, okay, this is a shot we can get a big brother. <laughs> they gonna take every opportunity. So um, no, and then uh, like I said my my, my brothers are, are are pretty good athletes too, man. So uh, no, they they it's definitely the other way around. <laughs> the other way around, <laughs> um, they try to beat me up a little bit. so but I need it.
2: Speaking of athletes, man, I, I know they didn't give it to you officially, but I know three people had you timed at four two seven when you ran that 40 man oh, yeah. down at Holy Cross. Four two seven. Three different scouts had you timed at that. They gave you a four three three, but a lot of people know you hit that four two seven.
1: Yeah, I didn't even know uh, anything about that until after, man. Um, like I said, it was that was such a, a unique experience. Um, <laughs> I was, I, I don't know if you know the backstory, man, but. Um, running fast was, was all I could think about. I mean, because everything was racing so much. I, I, between the time I got there and when they started, man, it was just such a rush that like, I didn't have time to think or, or really worry. about I was like, look, well, man, please tell me I ran <laughs> that way I know I'm all good. So, um, yeah, I didn't even I didn't even know anything about that until after. But, um, man, yeah, just a, I, I had a lot of guys um, that helped me help me train uh, at, at elite sports performance. Man, those guys were to care of me. So. <laughs>
2: And one of the scouts uh, in that crowd, man, you, for one reason or another, you didn't end up with them. But as uh, was Mike DeReese with the Indianapolis Colts, yeah. and I know he was one of the first ones uh, to go to John, you know, uh, uh, your agent John, and and really, you know, stand on the table for you. And, and I remember hearing yes. the story, um, and, and I don't know if you've heard this one or not, but uh, when when John brought the tape, uh, there was a pro, there was a scout with an AFC team. I won't reveal what team, but John brought the tape. Um, to him, and the scout said, you're going to get me fired for this, man. We don't got this kid on our board. A- and that was <laughs> and that was his area, and he was, man, you're going to get, me. the only thing that, you know, that saved his job in a way, you know, kiddingly, was that um, the head coach of that football team, his daughter worked at Holy Cross, and she didn't tell him about him. So it's hard <laughs> to blame the scout for it, because if, if he can't rely on his own family to say, hey, you got yeah. to <laughs> see who this kid is, then what a journey, man.
1: Man, what, I mean, it was, and, and when I tell you, I could not do it by myself, man, um, man. Because there's there's so much stuff. Even even I'm sorry, it was exceed like sports performance. Man, those guys took care of me because I actually had five classes during that time. Oh um, man, and I was trying to drive back and forth. Um, I was a senior. I mean, it was it was a lot of stuff going on, and those, those guys ended up ended up taking care of me. Then after that, even to get into harvest pro day, I had to have some help from Mike DeRice uh, to help from the from the coast in order for me to even get into it. So. Uh, without them, I, without him, I wouldn't have had a, he had a shot to get into the pro day or had a pro day. So, uh, man, it just, it's, it's a humbling experience, especially watching that tape just then, man, to go back and think like, whoa, man, this, this came a long way, man, I had I had a lot of help. So, no, a big shout out to Mike, man, for, for and, helping me And out. how did,
2: how did you repay Mike, man? You're catching uh, touchdowns on the Colts there to, to win the game and, uh, man, I, I got
1: an ongoing tab, man. But uh, it's crazy <laughs> because after, after that, man, he, uh, he, he actually gave me the shot, man. So, um, no, it's just it's just a special thank you to him, man. Because, to, like I said, I would not have been in that pro day had it not been for Mike um, to even have an opportunity in general. So, um, man, it's just it's just, it's, just, it's just a humbling experience. Like I said, you can't do it by yourself, and just being being remembrance, man. Just shoot him a text, man. Just hey, thank you, one, for because he texted, reached out to me, and like, man, look, just thank you for for putting me in that position. So, um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was a it was a story. A lot of help, man. A lot of
2: help. It. And tell tell our viewers, man, I, I know a little story about that traveling jug machine. You were oh, that jug man. machine in the back of your car, man. Was it, was it when you got cut with the Jets, was it, or the Giants?
1: Yeah, so it was it was a little bit of both. So it's after I got cut with the Jets, um, and I, 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 the Giants ended up picking me up. But I had been thinking about the whole season, man, with just all the anxieties and fears, man, just things that I want to get better at. Um, like, so nobody's immune to the stuff. And I was like, man, uh, like I said, I'm not, I'm not, not going to quit, man. So what can I do, man, to go out there and get myself better, especially mentally? And I was like, man, I want to make sure I go out there. And I've caught so many punts that that's the last thing I'm thinking about is catching. I've caught so many passes that, like, it's second nature. Even when I'm dead tired, like, I, I, I wanted to catch. I wanted to literally almost beat, not beat the fear out of myself, but um, man, I was like, man, I want to leave no stone unturned. Man. So, um, yeah, I, I bought a jugs machine. It's actually funny, man. We had, and some of the guys found out I had it. And just what you know, down with Tina team, man. I couldn't, you kind of have to keep everything in your trunk. So, it actually, my back seat was always full with my clothes because the jug machine was always in my trunk. So, in every city <laughs> I was traveling to for workouts, or whatever it was, my car is always dirty because I had the big old thing in my, uh, my trunk. So, uh, but yeah, no, bought the jugs machine. Um, we actually ended up using it. I think, I think the facility was closed, man. We had a couple guys from guys when I was with the Giants um, and we shot it um, in a parking lot. <laughs> we actually almost got in trouble from a security guard, but he found out we were your Giants players and let us shoot it, man. A couple of me and uh, I think it was Hunter, Amba, I mean, uh, Marquise Bundy, there's a bunch of guys out there We were shooting jet machines. Um, that was the first time I actually pulled it out and used it for um, a situation like that. But then that whole summer from every day for six weeks, uh, I been a lady named Laura Barnes from 12 to 2 and she shot me thousands of balls, <laughs> it was like thousands. Like it was, it was me and her blistering hot and we're shooting them no matter what. So, uh, I mean, I caught so many that it just, it changed the way I thought about it. It changed kind of, it just felt differently working through my fears. So that's the main, the biggest part of it, man, was to go out there and uh, put myself in position to never have to worry about that again, so
2: damn right and when and when you were with the Giants man I, I had a uh a friend of mine at the time who worked with the team and I, I ended up getting a video on my cell phone it never went public and I've obviously never <laughs> I've never shared it with anybody I think you know what I'm talking about <laughs> if, if, you, if you know what I'm talking about they, they got exactly you one-on-one on a foot race with Odell Beckham Jr and you yeah. just I'm not gonna ref, you know we know who won that race
1: no that's man you talking <laughs> about a dude man that's a that's that is my guy um uh, just a quick note on him, man, there's a lot of time. You look at pictures, he's always, like, going, and he's actually helping the young guys out, man. But uh, that was one thing we always – like, and that's part of him just pushing each other because before – I think it was a couple practices before where we were, like, yo, I told him, I was, like, man, take it all the way. Because I think I think I had one, like, the day before, and I'm running. And he's, like, chasing me. He's, like, no, nah, man, but, like, I'm going to see if I can catch you. So that day I was, like, look, hey, go to the house. I'm going to try to catch you. And uh, I'm going to just start from the bag, and I'm going to try to catch you. And uh, – you know, it was like it was almost like he raised I don't, I don't think he actually thought I was gonna race him until he's gone <laughs> the way he looks to his right and I'm like right there looking at him. Um, but no, no, that's just that's a testament to just that man trying to push the people around him. I mean, he he uh he, a lot of words of wisdom come for him that I get to use today. Um and that's just one of them, man. That's that's one way to make practice. I mean, who knows? You, you chill him in the last bit of rep, that extra little momentum may have you score in your next return because you know you got a guy coming behind you. So Um, No, that's just us pushing each other in practice.
2: (laughs) No, no doubt. That was fantastic stuff. Look, Khalif, man, I've really appreciated your time today, man. Uh, I first got to know you last June, man. You know, we did an yep. interview and you were telling me all about the trip to Thailand and, and you've talked a lot yeah. about spiritual growth. Uh, yep. here tonight. And I, you know, you met a monk out there and you did some meditation and you did all this terrific stuff before the sea, before, you know, what ended up being your best season. And, and we talked about the struggles then of you being an undrafted free agent and, and you were just really searching uh, for some stability. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And, and lo and behold, slowly but surely, you know, we were talking a lot and your name started to buzz more and more at practice. I started noticing on social media and everything, you know, a lot more people are starting to talk uh, about Khalif Raymond. And, and then August 31st came. Uh, and that, w- that was cut day, right? That was the final day yeah. for Titans um, to make their final cuts. And, and I remember seeing my phone Ooh. ring <laughs> and uh, and your caller ID popped up um, oh, on my phone. And I remember, I, I just put my hands up. I said right away, I, I looked at who I was sitting with and I said, Khalif made the team. I mean, I had a, before I answered the phone and, and I answered the phone and you told me the you know the fantastic news and, and I was so happy for you and, and you allowed me to break that news, um, which I really appreciated you for mm. of course. And, uh, but you didn't simply make the team, you know, and we talked about that and here we are a year later and we're breaking down impact plays and, and you're catching touchdowns in the playoffs where you're the only receiver on the field. So again, man, you know, I'm super proud of you, Khalif. Thanks for sitting with us today. We've, we've taken a lot of your time, more than I planned. Uh, so I apologize <laughs> for that, but, uh, but thank you so much for doing this and I can't wait to watch you make even, even bigger plays this coming
1: season man thank you justin i'll tell you what man it's it, it's honestly been a pleasure man it's it's a lot of love coming your way man and especially with all the stuff going on man it's, that's one thing that everybody keeps a little bit more of man so thank you for taking care of me man that's that it speaks volumes to your character um and i appreciate it man so thank you for taking the time man i'm, I'm glad to be out here and anytime man of course justin number two man i haven't even heard your voice but um <laughs> you're doing well too man thank you guys for having me yeah
0: <laughs> no i really appreciate the time khalif
1: it's all love, Khalif.
2: I'll catch up with you and we'll do, we'll do another one of these next year.
1: Sounds good, you guys be safe. Thank you. Too.
0: All right, as I mentioned, that was our interview with Khalif Raymond conducted for our Tape with a Titan video series. If you wanna see the full video, or if you wanna just see us talking to Khalif Raymond instead of listening to it, go check out broadwaysportsmedia.com and find the Tape with a Titan series under the Videos tab. I don't know if I got anything left for this episode, but we'll be back next week. Anything you want to say? No, I think that
2: does it. I hope everybody enjoyed that interview because there's a lot more of them on the way.
0: Yeah, there you go. Be sure to follow our, our podcast at MCA Broadway. You can follow the Broadway Sports handle at Broadway TN. Justin, of course, you already follow at JustinM underscore NFL. And you know me as Titans Film Room at Titans Film Room everywhere on social media. So. Be sure to check us out, follow us, hit subscribe on the podcast so you get the next episode straight in your feed. Leave a little five-star review so we can help grow the show and spread the word. And other than that, we'll be back next week.
1: A Broadway Sports Media Production.